the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, where we discuss and dissect political talking points of both parties, designed specifically to strip you of liberty, of your property, of your money, all in a full virtue. And this week, you know, every week, it's been since the last, really, year and a half, we have a plethora of topics to speak of. Now, I don't want to say anything that will remind me Macbeth of food. He is on a strict, yeah, I, would, I would appreciate that. strict diet. He's very surly. I'm living without my first love, That's which right. is calories. That's right. So yeah. when you call the show, 312-642-5600, do not mention hot dogs or pork sandwiches or anything else that will entice him. But what I want to talk about are two main things. I, and, and, you know, I can't think of hot dogs and pork sandwiches without J.B. Pritzker. But we're not going to talk local. I'm fresh off of doing Joe Walsh's show, which I had a great time. And one thing that uh, you, you had a great time and we all had massive headaches. That's all right. I have a great time. But Thank you. We got to stick to the two topics that are most pertinent. Right. We only got an hour. And as you know, it's the fastest hour of the weekend. So the two topics that I really have to hit are number one, the real collusion with this scoundrel, this this Democrat senator who ironically is the is the top Democrat of the Senate Intelligence. Did you read this? See, Macbeth? yes, I did, but I thought you were going to talk about, uh, when you said the real collusion, I figured you were going to talk about the collusion between the Republican leaders and the Democratic oh, leaders to take my kids' money. We are, yeah. because that is just the, the ultimate slap in the face and immorality displayed by so-called conservatives that I find despicable. And Joe hit it on the head Friday, basically saying that, that this, wasn't, this wasn't a Democratic bill. Of you know, you, 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 Democrats, you expect this from. In Republicans fact, who say the exact opposite. In know. fact, I got to tell you. So one of our listeners, I uh, when you when you come to my cigar store, the Elmhurst Cigar House in downtown Elmhurst, you have my business cards there, and I've I've I love to, to when people come. I am so flattered, Macbeth. So a lot of times people come, I give them my cards, and you know a lot of the listeners they're friends of mine now, right? You become friends. So a guy calls me on my way to the studio. He's but like, "Do you hey. finally have friends?" Good. He goes, "Hey, are you going to uh, what are you going to talk about tonight?" And I said, "Well, you know, I'm going to obviously I really want to hit this senator." Which I will get to at the end of the show. And, Should have just and, been a jerk. So we're going to talk about liberty. We're going to talk yeah. about freedom. Well, we're going to talk about the immorality of the Republican Congress and Senate and White House. I think hypocrisy is probably a better term, isn't it? No, it's immoral. And you, you hit it on the head, and you're the reason that it's in my head now, because it's about your kids and your grandkids. Wait, wait, and, wait, wait. So something I said actually got through into your brain? Listen to every other word. 
So, it, but I also have kids, and I, I have grandkids I haven't met yet. Right? I'd like to think of that. We have great grandkids, and all of this, the the things that we're fighting for, all of the reasons that we have a radio show called the Liberty Hour, all of the reasons we're politically active, is because over the last hundred and fifty years, you have seen. The true corruption in our society, the true gangsters, as it were, they're really not uh, guys in, in social clubs sipping espresso, walking around with fedoras on. No, 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 no. They're guys in pinstripe suits from Brooks Brothers. They're guys with lobbyists. They're shameless politicians who run under one way of, of promising you representation, promising you fiscal responsibility. And when they get into office, what do they do? They skew the system against the individual. Right? They start to, to talk of us as if we're tribal. They start to pick winners and losers. And I don't just mean people. I mean companies and pork belly spending. I'll never forget. I'm, I'm pretty much uh, old enough to remember when people didn't talk of pork barrel spending. Right? You really didn't talk about it much before the 80s. Uh, it kind of reared its ugly head as they started to constantly increase the spending, constantly increase the debt. And it gave them every two years congressmen run on their fiscal uh, responsibility and how they're going to right all the wrongs of the previous uh, Congress and the previous politician or whoever they're running against. It's lip service, the same nonsense. At least the one thing I will say about the corrupt Chicago Democrat, they don't run on that anymore. They pretty much run on, yes, we're socialist and you're going to love it. We promise we're going to spend more money. Then we pretend the Illinois Republicans will fight them against it and they do nothing. Well, that has now metastasized throughout the country. And the real sickening thing about this is that we have for once a guy who um, could have maybe done something unique. He could have not signed this, this budget. Trump, if he was the real wild card, the real businessman. So this listener calls me up and he's telling me, you know, Trump's learning. This is, he's learning. What do you mean he's learning? He's learning about politics. Oh, Really? So you, this, these are the same kind of people who I know for eight years and nine years who when Barack Obama was in office, he's going to spend us into oblivion. How could we allow the debt to be over $9 trillion? Now that it's 21, a- after they shave all the numbers, now, now Trump's going to learn. Well, how's he going to learn? He's going to let these scoundrels and these frauds, these, these cartoon characters. In fact, we have two, Macbeth. You got the two Give me, do we have time for a clip? Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me these two morphodites. Give me Paul Ryan and old lady face Mitch McConnell when Barack Obama was the president. Our debt is a threat to this country. We are on the verge of a debt crisis. Our debt, it's already bigger than our economy. Our debt, it's a sign of overreach. It's a sign that the federal government is doing too much. The national debt threatens our way of life. The Democrats' spending spree has brought us to the brink of an economic calamity. Who proposes more spending as a solution to a debt crisis? You do, old lady. Right. This week, Mrs. Magoo, you with the jowls and the baby face and the transgendering, you and that fraud who's been a politician his whole life and has never had a job. You two, because when Obama's in or when Hillary's running, then you're going to fight for our kids. But when they're not and your guy wins, now spending is the answer, right? And now all the Trump Krishnas, it's okay because Trump's in charge. You know, a guy whose legacy is defaulting on debt. Well, what I've said repeatedly, they don't solve the problem. If they solve the problem, they have nothing to run on. I have to tell you, Macbeth, this is this the and it's truly immoral. 
You cannot love your kids. Listen to me now, and I mean this. You cannot love your kids or your grandkids and support this. You can't and support this budget. Because you know what these buffoons tell themselves? They tell themselves. I've I've listened to the talk shows on Friday. It It was absolutely nauseating. And if you want Cattle Drive Radio, I suggest you change the channel. Cattle Drive Radio will be on tomorrow, and it'll be on roughly around 9 a.m., and it'll go all the way to about 5 p.m., except for a few stations. And it could really continue all around if you just watch Fox News. And then everything's good. Then Nancy Pelosi's strategy of nine years ago, where you spend a dollar to get three back, that's all. It's all great now. So don't pay attention to the, to the debt. Don't pay attention to the spending. Whatever you do, don't educate yourself on pork barrel spending. No. Do not pay attention that in 2017, pork barrel spending was up 33%. Now, for those of you out there who don't know what pork barrel spending is. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Republicans were in charge in and 2017. Trump won. Trump was sworn in in January, there's 2017. A lot of, there's, there's a lot of smoke rising. And so. you could find this. This is very simple because there's this, this wonderful little, little uh, book. It's called The Pig Book. And it's, uh, it's, made, uh, it's created by and maintained by Citizens Against Government Waste. Now, what made this book pretty popular is they found out a few years ago that the Pentagon spent $640 for a toilet seat. Eh, yeah, it was a, it's a quite a while article. ago. It's not a few years ago. But no, yeah. no, no. It's 2016 when they released this. Yeah, but that's that's going that's back. That's in the 80s. Way back. Right. Right, right. But they $90 hammers and they're yeah. still buying it. In oh, yeah. the 80s it Nothing's was 50, changed, yeah. But. It was $57,000 for a box of screws when Ronald Reagan was president. Well, okay, so now we're going to hear Paul Ryan and he waves the flag. He's against, you know, it's all about the military, the military. But he doesn't want you to know about the $700 toilet seat or the $60,000 box of screws. See because in this budget you got to be a patriot, right? you got to put on your Caddyshack hat. You're going to make America great again. You're going to do it by doing everything that, that, that was tried to be avoided by the politicians who made America in the first place. The corruption, the companies, the corporatism. We're not going to pay attention to the $700 toilet seats and the $60,000 screws because this time everybody's a patriot. And they're not going to waste any of your money because they don't want you to pay attention to a war that's 17 years old. In other words, if that war was a person, it would be a junior in high school and in detention right now. Probably smashed its first car. Instead, it's a war where we've lost thousands and thousands of people, right? Who knows how many injured. Well, that's another reason they have to spend money. So when they wave that flag of patriotism, everybody says, oh, come on, I'm a conservative. I'm a Republican. Here's the thing. If you support this bill, you're either naive or you're too lazy to pay attention. That's called willful ignorance because that's who's behind this bill. And I don't care who's selling it to you and who puts a bow on it and what daytime talk show host tells you that. This is the real deal. You either stand for something or you bow for everything. And until we throw them out, we're victims. This is the Liberty Hour each and every week. We will be back after these commercials. McBeth, stop eating. Talk to you soon. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM 560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, where we stick to fundamentals and principles. It's irregardless of who's in office. You know that? I didn't like $700 toilet seats when Democrats were in office. 
I don't like them now. I don't want to, and, I, and listen, when I said that, all the phone lines light up, and by the way, give us a call, 312-642-5600, right? And everyone's going to justify why the people, why the guys who are working tonight, right now, driving trucks on the road, working, worried about their bills and all their, all their kids and how are they going to possibly manage all this, they're going to continue to buy those toilets. See, because that's who really pays. These congressmen and these senators, they've got every angle maneuvered so that they keep the majority of their money, whether it's an inside front-running information in their mysterious pension fund trading boondoggles that they have, or whether it's money through campaign contributors. They're not concerned with taxes that cripple the working man. They're certainly not concerned with inflation, which, by the way, they're telling you when it hits— because of all the borrowing and how the rates are going to go up, they're telling you that's good for you. That, that, that inflation, don't worry about it. You need it. You see, you just don't know you need it. But it's going to be great for everybody because that's what else they're doing. It's a, it's a three-card triple Lindy Monty scam. Find the, find the nut under the shell. So in one hand, phony money is good. Look at the stock market. When the stock market breaks, oh, that's good too. So then nothing's bad. Just so we can increase spending and increase borrowing, it's all going to be great. And then what we're going to do is we're going to get either Janet Yellen or the transgendering Janet Yellen, Powell, who's in there now, he's going to raise the rates because that's good for you too. Don't worry that when they raise rates, all of that borrowing they're doing, it's going to cost you a little more. But we're going to spread it out wider. And we'll figure out who we, don't, who we want to tax and who we don't like. It'll all be great. Because this is, this is the one thing that they understand is that now you have the mind of the serf. You now have accepted the role of absolute no representation because we've sent in 2010 the Tea Party. Let's get them. We sent all the Republicans there. We're all going to do something. Adam Kinzinger in the jumpsuit, the whole nine yards. They were all going to go there. They were going to stop the spending. Well, those are the guys that are doing the spending. Well, Trump's theory is that you send more Republicans there and they'll. He's a businessman, Macbeth. Haven't you been listening? And listen. I got Jim on the line. Let's go, Jim. Let's go. He's good. Jim's going to tell me that Trump's learning. We just paid a tuition, though, right, Jim? Well, guys, you know, it's a big job to fulfill. And I always oh. tell my friends, don't sell Trump short. Sell him short. I just want don't, him to do. Don't, how don't about, sell how selling does, short assumes a loss. How about, are you kidding me? One year in office. One year. And do you know that yeah. this budget is is 300 percentage points, 300% more than Obama suggested in 12. Did you know that? Well, this... I understand, but the thing well, well, is... Wait a minute. Do you have no, your hand on? Other... Well, well, hold on. How about all these Russian collusion things and all this other crap he's got to deal with, too? All right, well, let's... Give the guy I'll a get... little time. I'll give him a... Listen, those are, t- those are mutually exclusive. So you can't candy stripe them together yeah, where they're the same thing. Yeah. Because here's the thing. He didn't, he didn't do any Russian collusion. That's a scam, and it's set up by people exactly. who hate him. That's different. But he has to deal with that, too. Jim, I mean, you're that's talking part of what about... He has to deal with. You wait a minute. I know you. You're the guy that with the Hawaiian shirt and the Tom Selleck mustache. <laughs> you go to all the events. You wave the flag. Stop with the spending of the money. Stop with the borrowing. You've been saying it for eight years. And now because well, Trump does it with the comb over and the bell bottom and the hot pretend well, wife, now it's okay, right? You see what I'm I mean, Jim? I'm not saying it's okay. No. You're However, s- you know, give the guy a little bit of a, a little chance here. I gave him a year. But aside from that, uh, Trump also says he wants to audit the Pentagon. He wants to audit. Like he wanted to audit program. the Fed? Wait a minute. Because when he was running, he was going to audit the Fed. Then when he got in, well, he what did he do? He probably do that. 
No, 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 no. I no, think no. Trump is. <laughs> oh, okay. Trump is All right, Jim. Listen, listen, save it for the next Krishna meeting. Here, when he was running, he was going to audit the Fed, right? He was, he was Ron Paul when he was running. He was, he was the combination of Ron Paul with the protectionism of Bernie Sanders. He was going to audit the Fed. We were going to cut the spending. He was going to pull down, and we were going to pay off the debt. Everything would be great, right? All of the things that every Republican wanted was all the things. Now, not so much. All I want is consistency. I will listen. You say cut Trump a break. I'll cut him a break on everything he's being wrongfully well, persecuted. Well, let's be accurate. For. He said, "Give him a chance." I gave him a year. Yeah, a year. And so far, what did we get? Because you know what else is in this budget, Macbeth, that fries me and everybody who's been victimized by this shenanigans, this scam, this socialized cornerstone called uh, socialized medicine, Obamacare. All the payoffs are still in it. All of it, to the insurance companies, to the hospital, to the opioid crisis. Oh, we got to have money for opioid crisis. You know, the money that we give the, the pharmaceutical companies to get everybody on opioids, that's in there too. And it all increases. So, I mean, you're, oh, he's learning. Got to give him a chance. I gave him a chance. And you know what I do to people that screw me? I throw them out. So throw Trump out, throw Ryan out, throw Mitch McConnell out, although he won't know it, because in this bill, he made enough cushy payoffs to his campaign contributors in Kentucky. Did you see what he did with the horses? Yeah. Yeah, if you breed horses, you get another tax break. Well, that, that affects all of us who breed horses. And I know you, McBeth. You'd rather breed a horse than eat a horse. I know it, right? I'd, I'd eat a horse right of now. I haven't eaten anything since hungry. lunch. Damn it. Uh, All right, let's go to Mark. I can't eat anything till tomorrow. Let's go to Mark. He's got another. You going to Mark? Let's go to Mark. Mark, thanks for calling the Liberty Hour. Hey, how you doing? Wonderful. How are yeah, you? Yeah, great. Hey, awesome. I just want to say, you know, I was in the military, and I, I worked in supply department for a while. And, oh, you and must be a millionaire. Had, yeah, so the reason we had to buy those hammers is because of affirmative action. If I had a hammer for $10, and it was owned by a just Joe White guy, I had, and I had another, the same exact hammer was owned by a minority. I had to buy the minority so, hammer. But okay. if there was a minority female, I had to buy their hammer. So hold and on, their Mark. hammer, which is the same hammer, is 500 bucks. So, so number one, that is, I, I, I think, you know, listen, I, I, under, I understand your point. But I am going to tell you right now, when you were partaking in it, did you think that was right? No, I thought it was stupid. Of I course. couldn't stand it. Because the job is, they're supposed to spend our money more frugally than they spend their own money. So you show me the congressman that pays a dollar more for anything in his life, not to mention they, they pay for nothing. How many congressmen you think have ever bought themselves a lunch since they were elected? Yeah, for me, the... the they don't even pay for their gas. They pay for nothing. Yeah, the reasoning behind the $500 toilet seat is kind of irrelevant. The fact that you're paying for the $500 toilet seat is sort of like having a lion in your, in your living Until room. Until you, you can't remove ignore these people... Who, who tell you that and justify the waste, fraud, and abuse that guys like Mark who are in the military and guys who are funding the military like me and you and everybody else, until we say this is disgusting, you stop it. You don't give them more money because you tell me I have to be a patriot to turn my eye to it. Because now what we should do is now that we gave them more money, I want triple the investigation. This is Here's the one benefit. For one, CNN is become fiscally responsible. They got this new girl on there. Play her with Rand Paul. We got time for this? Yeah, I think we do. Let's play it. 84% increase in borrowing in the first fiscal year of the Trump administration. 50% increase again expected this year. Uh, Budget caps gone. Sequester gone. $300 billion in additional spending over the next two years. 
What the heck happened to your party? I think this is what people don't <laughs> like about politics. They see clips like that and they think, did they really mean it or were they just against President Obama because he was a Democrat? I'm one who actually did mean it because I thought debt was a problem and we had too much. But the only way for the American public to believe that some of us really believe it is to be consistent, you know, against debt, whether it's Democrat or Republican. And that's a real problem here is that Republicans have completely changed now. And they said a trillion dollar deficit was terrible under President Obama, but it's just fine if it's a Republican. And that's just not going to wash with people. And it really upsets me because there are many of us who truly are conservative, truly are worried about the debt, but are consistent. It doesn't matter which party is doing it. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Consistency is overrated. Which is why anybody, and I mean it, Roscom, Kinzinger, I didn't go through it, but I, I'd be willing to bet my pinky they voted yes on this. And they're both running, right? Or I know Roscom is. Uh, Roscom is, yeah. Throw him out because there is no difference between him and a Democrat. And if there is, what good is he? What has he done? Has he stopped one thing? One. The IRS scandal, he championed it. Who's still there? Did they strip? Did they fire one of the sixteen thousand agents Tuscan hired still under there, Obama? Listen to me. Stop <laughs> it's buying. The head of the IRS is still there. Stop buying white hat, black hat, good guy, bad guy. The only real thing is you're the Lone Ranger, and you don't have a tanto. It certainly isn't the representative. If they voted yes, throw them out. Stand for something or bow for anything. This is the Liberty Hour, fastest hour of the weekend. We'll be back after these messages. What country do you come from, sir? Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, 10 to 11, where we had an abrupt music shutoff. That's like my favorite song, too, McBeth. But listen, we what have... What abrupt music shutoff? We have one of my favorite callers you don't hear on the line. Okay. Um, and when I say that, I mean, I don't know him. I've never talked to him before. But I like when he's twenty, you know, a 21-year-old guy calls and he's conscientious and he's thinking about political parties he's thinking about um what to do and who to who to support uh so let's go to ethan ethan number one i hope you got gas i hope you got the windows yeah, up I did. and i hope What's everything's up? okay but listen i like your you know in my call screener puts in some of the things that are you know you must have talked to him about so i want to go over them but you go first sure um well first i wanted to add I'm from Northeast Indiana. I'm driving home or driving back to IU Bloomington. Um, how far out can I go to get you? This is my first time listening. All right. Well, listen. If you have to, you go on Facebook and you type in Sean from Elmwood Park, and you could get it I on there. I want to text and drive. All right. I wanna, okay. Well, what are you? You're the only yeah. kid in the world that doesn't text and drive. I'm 50. I text and drive. No, I'm kidding. Don't text and drive. That's so sad, man. Okay. All right. Um, what questions do you have for me? Well, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at the screen, and it says you support a lot of different things, right? You like gun control right. and, and and healthcare. So I want to go through this with you a little bit. All right. Sure. Gun yeah. gun control is one of my favorite topics because people think when they take one position, they have a little bit more of a you know a moral authority on one hand. Nobody likes to kill anybody. Nobody believes anybody yeah. should kill anybody. It's absolutely Definitely. outrageous when people die. But you know who loves yeah. gun control? 
The criminal. Is that all right? The criminal. You know criminal. what, Ethan? Okay. The criminal loves gun control. He loves gun control because he hopes nobody else has a gun but him. Now, right. I, I'm lucky in life. I'm old. I'm 50 years old. I was raised by an old Marine. So when I was a kid, you learned how to shoot. It was just part of your life. And you did it because, yeah. you know, back then the old men went hunting and they did all this kind of thing. So um, I've been pro-gun. I've been around guns. I have a lot of guns. So they don't scare me because I'm the good guy with the gun. And if my neighbor's <laughs> getting robbed and if my neighbor's being held hostage, I'm just itching to run over there and help him. So I like to think yeah. the only thing that helps him from a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. So gun control right. is a hot-button topic because what all authoritarian governments have one thing in common. Yes. They take away your guns. And they do that. And your religious freedom. And they do that in the name of virtue, right? Because they want to yep. protect society. But, you know, the cities with the strongest gun control, the strongest, are all the ones where people are most da- the, the danger is the greatest. For instance, Chicago. Chicago is, there's not a tougher city in the country to get a gun for a guy who wants to do it legally. Yet, do you realize, yeah. as you and I are on the phone right now, kids are shooting at each other. And not a one of them gives a hoot yeah. about a gun law. Because criminals right. don't care about laws. So the problem with gun control, it only prevents the law-abiding citizen from protecting himself. The criminal, it's real easy for him to get one. And there's no okay. magic wand where, poof, the guns are gone. You now could raise. You you now could print one up on a printer. So that's one. But go ahead. I know. I I, I respect that, man. I am. So I see both sides. I the more I'm learning about the world, essentially, the more I'm realizing how complicated it is. Right. I'm a senior at IU Bloomington, with pre med, neuroscience, international study major, and I'm realizing I want to go into teaching now. Right. Mm-hmm. Ethan, you said you're um, 21. Am, yeah. Yeah. Buckle I'm up, dude. It gets worse. Yeah, I know. But, um, so I'm going to tell you a story about gun control. Hear me out. So my mom, immigrant, most hardworking woman, um, was shot. There you she go. Had a, it, was a, it was a bullet um, that when you shoot it, it expands. Have you heard of that before? Yeah, they're a hollow the point. That, they're hollow point. Yeah. It's hollow point, soft point. Um, yeah. She lost her arm because of it. Yeah. Um, and she, we owned a liquor store. Um, and a in a very sad area, northwest Indiana, Hammond, Indiana, if you're familiar with it. Yeah. Uh, I used to live there. So, so there's there's a lot of issues with when you say Chicago, if it has the highest uh, criminal rate, but it's like the, the strictest gun laws, people come to Indiana and buy them. It's exactly. right there, close, you know? Yeah. And also, there's so many systemic issues with how the highways were set up. If you look, look at our history, like... I don't want to play a victim complex because I think people can pull them up on their bootstraps. Personally, yeah. I've yeah. seen it from my family. I've seen it from my grandma, my mom, my dad started out as a bus boy. And now he moved his way up, didn't go have any college, came here in this country. And why? And, you know, and I'm trying to... Hold on, a, hold on a second. Why did he come to this country? I'm curious. He had, he had that desire, man. But that American, desire... American dream. Ethan, I'm asking you. For, I'm asking you for a reason. He had that desire. Yeah, yeah, he had that desire to come here because we we are the only country, or one of, and really uh, we're the beacon of liberty, of personal or, property, of freedom. Or, See, and and the problem is, and I'm looking at your other comments, healthcare, and all this other stuff. When they can take a, a weapon of virtue like healthcare and use it against people to take away their property, they destroy a little bit of that dream. That your old man came here for, 
right? Whenever, whenever a program is sold as it must yeah. take from one group of people for the benefit of another, what they're not telling you is you get, you know who's in the middle of that is the politician, and he becomes the royalty of the country. It is about us taking care of each other. We do a better job than politicians, number one. Don't give up your liberty for false safety or false health care or gun control because it doesn't exist. This is the Liberty Hour each and every Sunday night. We'll be back after this. If you're on the line, stay on the line. 312-642-5600. Favorite call of the night. You're listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. I lied. This is my favorite song. And this one you can hear. I also like Under Pressure. Love Freddie Mercury. I'm a big fan. Yeah. What about David Bowie? Love them. Kidding me? These are legends, for God's sakes. I'll tell you what, Macbeth, that last call... That's 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 why I like that's why I got into it, into this. I love the idea that you can you can communicate, and a, a guy from another generation calls you up and he's curious about it. He's not, you know. This well, kid now has I can been, go home and tell my six year old daughter that we had a unicorn this on the gra- show because yeah. we had the one out of one billion twenty one year olds who seems to think for himself. Well, it's great because that's the future of the country. And here here his he's the son of immigrants. Right, whose family came here for better reasons. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Yet he's obviously an intelligent kid, so he's in college. He's being in, inundated with socialist nonsense, pablum, right? And he's he's wading through it, so he probably questions his professors a little bit. Well, yeah, if he's and he twenty-one probably, and, and in you know college, he's had a few years of, of probably hearing um, things and just going, huh? And you know, when you're smart and you question somebody, you could kind of tell when they're giving you nonsense. He's probably figured out, you know, when someone identifies themselves as liberal, they're really a tyrant. They're anything but liberal, and they use well, that word as that's not a, necessarily true. Well, of course it is, they, especially today. They use that word of a veil of virtue when the reality is every idea they have, not all. every fundamental principle they have is steeped in force. Everything that the, the today liberal believes in is about forcing somebody to do something, either participate or strip some, something away from somebody. I think it comes down to what you define liberal as. What, what is your definition? Well, because I, you and I have said basically that— I'm if, a liberal. If, yeah, I am, I am essentially a liberal because if you're an actual conservative, you're an old-school liberal. Or if you believe in the Declaration of Independence. You're essentially you, a liberal. Yeah. yeah. You believe in the sovereignty of the citizen. Yeah. If you believe that that you that said we make William F. Buckley look like you know exactly well the, the the thing is this poor kid is being inundated like I said he's inundated from day from the morning he gets up to the time he goes to bed different uh, teachers are telling him you know this is what you got to do it's all about the social net what they don't tell you is that while they pretend build these social benefits to society they are really building their power structure to one day where they got you and you're seeing it now in this budget this is this is the real face of compromise, so-called compromise, when the reality is in politics, whenever you compromise, what does the guy who's wrong have to give up? And who comp- they're compromising with our money. They're compromising with our debt, with our obligation, with our kids and our grandkids. That's why the first thing I said is this budget is immoral. It is immoral to mindlessly borrow like this. It is immoral to make up fudge numbers on the economy so it suits your agenda, so you could project through this Enron math scheme that you're cooking up. And you know, you know what's sickening is they grab these guys 
and they make him part of the the uh, budget uh, economics. Uh, I got to have Macbeth look up the guy's name who was all over Sunday shows today. And what they do is they take these people who who used to be conservatives and they drag them up because they're a part of a political party and they spew the same nonsense that was given to us for eight years under a stimulus, quantitative easing, bailout policies of both George W. Bush and Barack Obama. The policies of, of, of the economy of those two presidents are almost mere images of each other. If anything... Uh, Barack Obama was almost more fiscally responsible than W. Bush. And I know that that's a hot button, but, you know, don't threaten me with the truth. You look at the whole thing about Bush when he got elected. He was arguing about a $3 trillion or $2 trillion debt that didn't show up as the national debt. Well, by the time he left office, he was at 9.5. And Obama came in and said it was unpatriotic. You remember that? It's unpatriotic to spend our kids into this kind of money. And when he left, it was 19. Well, what's it going to be when Donald Trump gets done? You just had Republicans, and this is the last time you're going to see this, Macbeth. Republicans will not be the controllers of the House, the Senate, and the presidency again. No. no, Absolutely not. Not anytime soon. So you, they have no reason to do this. I laugh every time. I, I, I have wish. to take exception to that a little bit because it's not so much Trump. You could interchange it's anybody not. willing to sign a piece of paper. It's Paul Ryan. It's well, What about it's, old lady face? It's, well, but it's Paul Ryan. It's Mitch McConnell, too. Uh, appropriations bills is, start in the House. It's Paul Ryan. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are still in charge. They're still in charge. I only well, wish they're getting what they want. Imagine yeah. if we negotiated the way they do when Obama was president. You wouldn't have had any of this. But no. they didn't, because for those six of those eight years, the Republicans wrote the check. And now we're going to, you know, I let's take Annie, because I love her. She's a great lady. Let's take her, but she's she's going to pick out two specific items, and she's right. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Annie, thank you so much for calling the Liberty Hour. How are you? Well, I'm fine, and uh, you asked to call, so I'm calling. No, I love it. And, and the budget is immoral, because they're spending billions of dollars on child care and child health chips. At the same time, they're aborting millions of children, so they either have to cancel the abortion and pay for child care and child health, or not have child care and child health while they have abortion. And, and this is the only country I know. Well, when to. you say when you say abortions in the budget, what you mean is that they they continued the funding for Planned Parenthood in these organizations. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. At the same time, they're funding for billions of dollars or millions of dollars. Because you know what, here. Annie, you know what they learned, and you see this, you know this, you've been paying attention to politics for decades. You know what they learned is that this kind of pandering, this kind of of socialism, this kind of money for your political agenda buys you a base. A voting block. The Democrats, you know, I laugh every time they give you the statistics of uh, African-Americans and the Democrats, how they how they vote 90 percent of the time with them. the reality is, if if you interact with actual African-Americans, they're very conservative. They're very Socially, yes. conservative on almost every issue, even even fiscally. Well, even yeah, fiscally. when you boil it down, yeah, absolutely. They are. This is the Liberty Hour each and every Sunday night. I can't believe we got one more segment. I wanted to get to so many other things, but we'll get to that. I just that want to eat. Scoundrel Democrat when we get back after these messages. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host. John Thompson on AM560, 
the answer. This is the Liberty Hour each and every Sunday night. Now, we got our last segment. I want to get through this because this is true collusion, true Russian collusion. Forget about the fact that this guy is the Democrat senator on the Intelligence Committee, the head guy, head guy, what's his name, Mark Warner, right? Mark Warner, where he's got communications between a lobbyist who was a lobbyist for a Russian oligarch. I like how they just get to walk into these oligarchs. That means he was a former probably KGB agent. He has so much mafia ties that the State Department was getting rid of him. They were were getting rid of his visa. Yeah, Yeah, they took his visa. So he hires a lobbyist, and this is another scoundrel, Adam Waldman. And you know who he works for? The Endeavor Group. Ooh, the Endeavor Group. Oh, I know that group. They lobbied for Hillary Clinton. And a number of others, yeah. So they give this guy $40,000 a month, and he's going to smooth out the relationship so this Russian scoundrel can get his visa back, and he can come and be the gangsters that Russians love to be here with the velour jogging suits and whatnot. So um, $40,000, Oleg... Deripaski. But we have the uh, Tucker. I love I love Tucker, his voice. Do you? Tucker Carlson and uh, who's the other guy from uh, Fox? The reporter Ed, on this is Ed Henry. Ed Henry. I he like him He used to be too. the White House sure, he's got uh, correspondent. Yeah. Good hair, like from the 80s. I don't, I don't, right. uh, I used to like Crossfire, but Tucker's voice to me is like nails on a chalkboard. I like it. Very elitist. Play him. Democratic Senator Mark Warner of Virginia, Fox News has learned, texted with a Russian oligarch lobbyist in an effort to contact the author of the Trump dossier, Christopher Steele, because you can't make this up. Fox News' Ed Henry has this story, and he joins us with details. Hey, Ed. Well, Tucker, good to see you. These texts obtained exclusively by Fox News, they show, and you can see them right here. I have them, uh, that Senator Mark Warner, a Democrat who's been leading one of the investigations of President Trump's ties to Russia, had extensive contact with that lobbyist for an oligarch who offered him access to Steele, who, of course, wrote the dossier. Warner texted at one point he would, quote, rather not have a paper trail in case he could not seal an agreement with the former British spy to testify. Steele so far has not agreed to interview with the Senate Intel panel. He began, Warner did, texting with this lobbyist, Adam Waldman, in February 2017 about getting testimony from Russian billionaire Oleg Deripaska, who had his visa revoked by the State Department because of charges that he has ties to Russian organized crime. Now, there's another text message which I find fascinating, and this is between Warner and the lobbyist. We have so much to discuss. You need to be careful but we can help our country. Do you realize if Benedict Arnold could, could have texted, this is what he would have texted to the king? Well, he wouldn't have been caught See, running from West Point. This is, this is collusion. Hey, Mueller, hey, uh, uh, morons, I know you're too busy texting your mistresses. This is the collusion you're looking for, dummy. And it's between a Democrat who's on the Intelligence Committee. Not too smart to be texting this back and forth. He should pay attention to Mike Madigan in Chicago. Don't even have a phone. That's how you get away with this kind of thing. Warner wanted to connect directly with Steele without anyone else being in the loop, at least at first. Quote, we have so much to discuss, you need to be careful, but we can help our country, Warner texted Waldman on March 22nd. I'm in, Waldman, who is a firm with ties to Hillary Clinton, texted back. Now, Waldman noted Steele was concerned about media leaks, so Warner sent another text. Quote, we want to do this right. Private in London, don't want to send a letter yet, because if we can't get agreement, would rather not have paper trail. This makes that Jack Abramoff scandal you know, where we pretend that Norquist wasn't in on it. The Jack Abramoff scandal where delay was involved. and that the other, Marianas and all that. Yeah. You know, when they, when they carted the senators and the congressmen yeah. out in handcuffs with the FBI. That's what I want to see. Because this, this is sedition at the very least. 
This is outrageous. Number one, it's outrageous that they have lobbyists that gangsters can give money to and they smooth out their visas. That's number one. Number two, it's despicable that those same lobbyists, they actually were involved with Hillary Clinton. This all goes back to Hillary. This all goes back to the dossier that the DNC paid for. This all goes back to the real collusion of political sycophants in bureaucracies like the FBI working to cover each other's tail. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back next week. I can't believe i got to wait a whole week. Macbeth, he's going to eat by tomorrow. See you next week. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.